0: hello and welcome back to the Rough Trade Edit podcast. It is that time of year again. We made it. We are here finally and I'm here finally with Mr Nigel House. Nigel, welcome back to the podcast.
1: It's good to be back. I've missed missed it. I've seen you obviously Em but um, yeah I've missed doing these podcasts. I enjoy doing them but good to be back.
0: Yeah it's definitely been a while but we've uh, kind of soldiered on and managed to keep recording in the cupboard under my stairs solely with myself but um it's nice to be back chatting to somebody um about music on a podcast feels it good it's been a <laughs> a crazy wild ride of a year very difficult in places obviously there's been a lot of positives as well but it's been a funny old road
1: yeah i mean it's been such a strange year but i mean it just i think it's shown the importance of music it really helps me get by i know that. And um, it's been a great year. There's been some great records this year. And I think, you know, it shows up in our top 10. I think it's an amazing top 10 this year.
0: Yeah, 100%. And like you say, it kind of totally reflects that kind of medicinal element of music that's kind of helped everybody kind of stay a bit buoyant in these times. Yeah. Um, Cool. So just, I guess, for anybody who is new to our list or maybe new to Rough Trade, should we just kind of describe how we select our albums of the year and what the kind of list represents.
1: I mean, our chart every year, it's not just on based on sales, it's really based on what we love in the shop. And so some of our albums in the top 100 aren't the, you know, the best sellers, but they are albums that we think everybody should know about and should love.
0: I guess we can always describe it, probably best as they are just our favourites. Like the albums yeah. that have been kind of loved um, and kind of lauded by our staff, customers, and kind of friends of Rough Trade. Um, and yeah, as usual, we've got a 100 strong list, led of course by our top 10, and that is what we're going to take everybody through today. In at number 10, we have the wonderful Running Black Elks Coastal Fever, who I have to admit, this is their second appearance in our top 10 in the last three years. I think <laughs> yes. They're in it in 2018. And I have to say, because I did albums of the year of the decade at the end of last year, so I was going through all of our top 10 lists for like the last 10 years. There aren't many people that have appeared in twice. So that's quite an accolade. So congrats to them. Um, yes. <laughs> but the album this year was, of course, Sideways to New Italy. Uh, a brilliant kind of summer record, as you'd expect from them. Um, and yeah, it's just a, a real sun-soaked triumph. Um, really groovy. And, you know, they're no stranger to rough trade, as I've said. We've been kind of mega fans since they first put out that wonderful French Press EP. And yeah, it's, it's a little bit changed up this one. i say there's a bit of disco in there, dare I say that. Um, <laughs> it's brighter, it's twangier. Um, it's got just, I think a lot more experimentation, but it certainly paid off because it's still just another brilliant addition to their catalogue. And uh, yeah, they just get better and better.
1: They do, their songs just seem to get better. And I, I particularly love this album because it came out right at the start of lockdown or you know when lots of people were pulling their albums and saying actually we're not going to put this out we're not going to put this out um, they went ahead and put it out and it kind of it really helped us for it to come out when it did and cause we sold so many of it um, and I just love them they're so good I mean we're hoping they'll be over next year and we'll be doing some installs when they're over but you know who knows
0: yeah but in the meantime, we can just listen to this on repeat. Um, yeah. um, we've got a amazing exclusive. I think it's a demos.
1: It is yes, it's four tracks, four demos from the album, and they're not in any way inferior to the versions on the album. They're kind of just a bit scratchier, a bit rawer, almost sound like you know Nicky Sudden or Dan Tracy from television personality So kind of going back in time a bit, but um. I mean, they're just so great. I saw them live, must have been last year, and I just love them, the sort of, the the vocals, everything about them, so great.
0: Oh yeah, the live show is something not to be missed, for sure. Yes, exactly. Um, So yeah, the track I've chosen off this one is Falling Thunder, which I believe was one of the singles, but it's one of those tracks that you end up just singing along to. It's super catchy, and I think it's great. So here we go. When you've been running close
1: all night You've been
0: That was Rolling Blackout's Coastal Fever. In at number nine, we have the wonderful debut on Secretly Canadian from Porridge Radio, uh, the album Every Bad. So Porridge Radio are wonderful. And actually, Wendy reviewed this record for our kind of albums of the year so far back in June. And I really like what she wrote about it. And I think it kind of sums up. So I'm just going to read that quote from her. So she says, Porridge Radio's intensity feeds on feelings turned sour that rise and falls in a range of escalated climatic moments. Like a bulimic heart who must purge and expel its emotions to make room for more, Margolin's sharpened nerves are used as a weapon against her personal demons. Porridge Radio Insta was the last Rough Trade Insta I went to before the pandemic kind of hit. And oh man, she totally sucks you in, you're just kind of transfixed. She's an incredible live performer um, and the band are brilliant too. So I'm really, really pleased this is on our top 10. And I think it will be on a lot of top 10s this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love it. I was, um, unfortunately, I missed that um, install, um, but I wish I'd been there. I mean, and bless them, they've done this, uh, they've put together um, a BBC session for us. So before the album came out, um, they went into some, a studio, I'm not sure which one it was, and recorded... Um, Four tracks from the every Bad album, and um that we're putting them out on vinyl. I mean, it just sounds great. I saw her we, you know, when they were doing the Mercury's. she was they filmed everybody, and I think it was just her on her own doing a song I mean, just amazing, it's so yeah. compulsive, you know you're right, it just really sucks you in
0: yeah it's brilliant um, yeah. I love this record. I bought it straight away as soon as it came, <laughs> <out>. <laughs> and this was the song that hooked me. Um, so we're going to listen now to Porridge Radio and the track Sweet. My mum says that I look like a nervous wreck Because I bite my nails right down to the flare And sometimes I'm just a child Writing letters to myself Wishing out loud you were dead And then taking it back that was porridge radio next up in at number eight we have the wonderful bedroom with their debut album also entitled but spelt slightly differently bedroom um so these guys are from hull i believe they are a five piece um and this album is a dream poppy shoegazy ethereal wonder album in my opinion it's so so good um kind of took me off guard because i hadn't really i wasn't really aware of them before this record came out but it is just so good. It's described as an unintentional concept album running through the different stages of a breakup, set against the backdrop of the ups and downs of your early twenties. They also did a wonderful rough trade transmission for us way back when the record came out, and it went like it just went crazy for some for a band who were a debut and I guess potentially little known to a lot of people. They performed this socially distanced gig. Um, in kind of like a garden outside I presume one of their houses and it was just brilliant and I think it has something wrapped up something like over a hundred thousand views I'm counting today so go check that out if you didn't check it out already but thank you to them for that and thank you to them for being a part of our list this year because I'm so pleased that they're on this one of the yeah. few views actually I think in our top 10 but very very worthy
1: yeah I mean they're amazing I mean that, that kind of I wouldn't say it passed me by exactly because nothing on Sonic Cathedral really passes me by but when is when we did the transmissions and suddenly you saw, saw all these people watching you think wow there's yeah. something going on here yeah. and um, yeah I love the, I mean I love them I think they're so good and I love the label I love you know everything about them and they've done they've really kindly done us a live at the nave for us so it's this a five track EP they recorded in August I think it is and it looks beautiful and it, I'm telling you now it's not going to last very long they're going to fly out um, as is the album they've done a colour on the album for us as well um, they're going to fly out
0: yeah so the track I've chosen from this record is quite fittingly quite fittingly I should say titled A Reason to Celebrate and being a part of our top 10 clearly is a reason to celebrate So uh, yeah, here we go. That was bedroom. In at number seven, I think we have a very fitting band for number seven. Nigel, I think it's <laughs>
1: sorry, yeah, sorry. sorry. In at number seven, yes, yeah, sorry. I thought, what's she doing? Isn't that that's number eight? No, sorry, I'm with you. Yeah, in at number seven, we got pigs. Yes, pigs, 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 pigs. That's seven times. And then number seven, that's just pure coincidence, I'll tell you now. But um, with their album Viscerals, which is their third album, and man, they they're pumping i tell you these days they are so good i suppose that maybe they're the uk equivalent to the ocs or something like that i mean they are rocking um i just love them and sometimes you know you you need some sort of heads down no nonsense rock and roll don't you and i think they really provide that um yeah but they they also have a bit of the Melvins in their Sonic youth, that sort of thing. And um, it was one of our albums of the month, actually. Um, whoo, that might have been actually in April when it was.
0: Yeah, yeah, it
1: was. that. So it's the first album during lockdown. And even during lockdown, I mean, it just flew out. I mean, obviously, mail order, not in the shops. But, um, you know, it, it just went so well. We were so pleased. Um, very happy for them as well and when when it was our album of the month they did um the bonus c d with it was um something called off cuts, which was uh tracks you know tracks from all their all three albums and from this just demo versions, live versions, stuff like that anyway they've put it on vinyl for us again this isn 't going to last long there 's only a thousand of them this beautiful purpley black vinyl, and um yeah they 're going to go really well, I think the track i 've chosen for uh then it sums them up for me is a crazy in blood which is um oh you know it says it says it sounds a bit like twisted sister but i've got no idea if that's right or not so i've never listened to twisted sister um but maybe i should because i love this track so here we go
0: That was Pig's Time 7 with the mega sound. They are so good. So in at number, where are we at now? We're at number six. six. Yeah. In at six. And we have Dreamwife with their sophomore So When You Gonna. This was our album of the month in I wanna say July.
1: Yes, it must be in July, yeah. Just that's right, just when we just uh, reopened, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: When yeah. we just kind of come back. Yeah. Come back from the brink. Um, And this is truly a super confident, utterly engrossing record from a band who are firmly at the helm of their own creative calling. It's obviously, once again, the dream team of uh, Raquel, Alice and Bella. And they're kind of, the best thing about this record, I think, is that they recorded it with a completely all-female recording team, including Mm -hmm. the producer and mixer, the engineer. The mastering engineer, it's just a full team of badass girls, which I think is such a <laughs> cool statement. And you know, they've always been very, very outspoken about women in music and um, you know, inclusivity and things. So that's just wonderful. And yeah, they just inspire, promote, and radiate those messages. And um I think their kind of their undeniable friendship as a band and their super kind of dynamic creative output is really really infectious and I think you kind of can't miss them and these songs are really stirring they kind of punch and play um, but they've also got a few more kind of tender songs on there as well Um, so I think it's a really good mixture and I think you know they're just again building on that debut that also was so great Um, so yeah I just think they're just going to get bigger and better
1: yeah i mean i love them and this album i mean it went top 20 in the real charts i mean that was just fantastic to see a band like them doing so well
0: i mean
1: i I love them i think they're so good um i just love their attitude i love everything about them um and they've uh, they've done a a live album for us just before um the album came out they were they did a small studio show for sort of friends um Peckham audio um in January and of course they thought that was just like a warm up for the whole you know tour whole year of course it never happened but um anyway, they've pressed that up for us on vinyl, which is um oh, you know fantastic, I think it's going to go well yeah. it's an orange vinyl neon orange vinyl and um I mean it just sounds so great I mean there's an and in actual fact there's an unreleased song on there there's songs from both albums and there's an unreleased song called Cheap Thrills on there so um yeah it's a cracker so don't hang about on that one either
0: and the track I've chosen is Hasta La Vista so here we go (laughs)
1: Is. next up we've got um jarvis Jarve is um which again was uh, well in fact no it wasn't an album of the month it was going to be an album one of the albums of the month but because um everything moved around a bit it didn't actually end up being one of our albums of the month but hey ho it's one of our albums of the year i mean i mean jarvis i mean what 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 can i say that nobody hasn't said already he's a genius um we love him I mean, he's just made so many great records. Um, this one's sort of quite... I mean, this is a, his first sort of proper album since Further Complications, which was 2009. So he's not over-prolific, but um, he's always doing interesting things. And this is just another really interesting album. It's got Serafina Steer on there, who plays harp and um, keyboards. And um, they were originally formed just to play a, a player a show but I think they it went so well they decided to uh, do an album and I mean I'm so glad they did it's such a great it's such a great album are you a fan Em?
0: I am I'm yeah. Jarvis for the podcast back when the record came out and yeah I really like it and I just love the fact that it came out of just some friends getting together and dabbling and then hey why don't we make this a record and exactly how successful it's been and he is one of those people that as like you say it's not prolific he isn't pumping stuff out every year but i think he chooses his projects very carefully Mm. and does it keeps it mixes it up enough so that it is always interesting and he's continually learning and kind of evolving himself so he's probably the most interesting of the artists on our top 10 i would say the most kind of What's the word I'm looking for? Eclectic, should
1: we say? Yes, yeah. Yes, it's funny you should say about him evolving as an artist because the track I've chosen is Must I Evolve, which is just such a banger. It was a, I mean, it was around last year. It was a tough choice between Must I Evolve or House Music All Night, All yeah. Night Long, which um, actually there's a version, they've done a 12-inch for us of the, the CD... Uh, so when the, the album came out originally, they did a bonus CD for us, which had some extra tracks on there from the film that Ian and Jane made for him, uh, made about him, or with him, I'm not quite sure what it was. But one of the, there's an extra track on there also, which is the um, House Music All Night Long, with a Chili Gonzalez remix on there, which is, you know, that puts together two of my favourite artists, I think, Chili and Jarvis together. It's just so great. Yeah. So, but I'm not going to choose that track. I'm going to choose Must I Evolve, because that is also a great track And here we go Must I evolve Yes, 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 yes Must I change Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes Must I develop Yes, 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 yes Can I stay the same No, 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 no Must I grow up? Yes, 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 yes Must I grow yes, 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 yes Must I join in? Yeah, I like that you mentioned Chilli. I feel like Chilli and Jarvis are kind of like scientists of music.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I imagine, I mean, Overcoats just concocting different musical creations.
1: Yes, but not too spotty or... No. You know, too, I mean, they've got real soul, I mean, not soul music, but real, um, you know, interesting heart. You know, yeah. it comes from the heart, doesn't it? Which is, you know, yeah. for me, that's what I always like, really, in music. Yeah. Um, so, next up, we've got um, what are we now number the tension is building, number <laughs> four, <laughs> number four. Um, and another Mercury nominated album. Um, I don't know whether the Mercury's this year were a bit more, you know, broader in scope or what, I don't know, but we've got two, I think, albums that were nominated for Mercury's and one that should have been as well, so that's three. But anyway, this one's Laura Marling. Song for our daughter. It's her sev- seventh album. I mean, I don't know what I can say about Laura really. I just think she's so fantastic. I mean, she just gets better and better, I think, doesn't she? I mean, she's incredible. And she just does I just love the way she does things. You know, this album was meant to be coming out later on in the year, but she thought it'd be better to put out during the sort of the lockdown is to sort of, you know, keep people's spirits up. So she just dropped it out digitally. And then it came out physically later, and um, I mean it's just such a a brilliant album. You know, Ethan Johns and uh, Don Monks, you know, were on it. I'm not sure if they just produced it or played on it as well, but um, yeah, I mean it's great. She's she's on a new she's at a new home now. Sort of Christmas Records and Partisan Records together put this out, and you know they're both such great labels, and she fits in there perfectly, I think. Are you a fan, Em? uh...
0: Yeah, I've always been kind of a big supporter of uh, Laura. Obviously, she did the project with Lump. That's um, right, yeah. Years ago now. And, you know, so, again, I think she's just, I don't think she's ever done anything bad. She's, everything is always brilliant. and Totally her own. And I think she just totally owns her kind of, that field. Um,
1: Yeah. And she just, I mean, she goes her own way. Yeah. I mean, I think to me, she's like a new Joni Mitchell, really. I just think she just does things exactly how she wants to do them and doesn't take any crap from anybody. And yeah. she just does it. And I just love that kind of that focus. And, you know, it's all about the music. Um, I just think she's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, she, uh, they've really kindly given us um, four songs taken from the album. Um, stripped back versions of her coming out on a 10 inch I mean she's so good Uh, the song I've chosen is actually I mean I know it's a bit obvious but I mean the the title track from her album Song for Our Daughter is just I mean I just listen to it over and over on repeat I mean I do on the whole album but this particular track I just really love so here we go Though they may want you to tread in their trail Only to see if the path they said fails.
0: Though they may want you to take off your clothes, whatever they think that the action exposed. She's just so timeless. I think she's a very timeless artist.
1: Oh, she really is. Yes, she's been
0: playing music for many centuries to come.
1: <laughs> yes. Exactly, and then next up we've got um, some somebody called Rena Sawayama who should have been nominated for the Mercury. Mercury's, in my view, but she wasn't. She wasn't apparently. I mean, I you know, I'm not. A big, I mean, the Mercury's I can take them or leave them. But um, she was. She couldn't be nominated because she was. She's Japanese, and although she's lived over here for years and years and years. But anyway, this album Sawayama is i mean it's an unbelievable album it's kind of crazy pop music and it is all over the place yeah. um, in a really good way really interesting way um in the in the same way that you know charlie xcx and you know pc music and people like that uh sophie trying to do you know pop with a twist i mean i think she, i think Rena really succeeds um she's just i mean so good
0: yeah this was mega when it came out like the demand we had yeah
1: crazy. Yeah. yeah i mean i can remember when it was first and it's, it's on dirty hit i mean i can't i can't believe the strike rate they have they are such a great label they just do it just put out records that sell 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 i mean i can remember when we were first offered it you know, the the album was there's was a limited edition of you know 300 or something um and the pre-sales just suddenly started ticking up ticking up ticking up and we went up from 10 to 20 to 50 to 100 so hang on we need 300 of this we need all 300 actually we need 500 I mean it was just like crazy and um bless her Rina was tweeting about it and yeah just, I mean you know she just sent everybody our way we sold so many of it and it still sells now I mean it's just you know insane, how well it sells, and she's also done bless her, we love her uh, a, and dirty hit a twelve inch for us of some remixes, and it ties in quite nicely with our top ten because um there's a couple of covers on there one one of a a, a cover of dance in the Dark by Lady Gaga, keeping it in the family a cover of a some 1975 song but there's also a remix of um, Bad Friend by Dreamwife, who are just slightly lower in the charts so I kind of like that circularity in fact the track I've chosen is uh, Bad Friend and this isn't absolutely typical of the album <laughs> but I don't think if there's one track that is typical of the album because it is so um, you know diverse but anyway the track I've chosen is um, Bad Friend, here we go
0: Bright Tokyo lies nothing
1: to lose Summer of 2012
0: Burnt in my mind Hot, crazy and drunk, five in a room Singing our hearts out to Carly Sweating our right.
1: eyes Number two, getting exciting now um, <laughs> it's, I mean, I think in any normal year this would have been number one. Um, it is just such an amazing album. Um, but unfortunately for Phoebe Bridges, there was uh, something that was slightly better than this this year. But, I mean, she is just so great. Um, she does so many different things. And sometimes you worry that, you know, maybe she'll lose her focus and, you know, she's doing this, that and the other, you know, I've seen it happen in the past where people go off and do films and c- collaborations with other people and they kind of forget about the, the main event. But, I mean, she's just so talented. Um, this album, Punisher, it's her second solo album, but she's done a three, She's done one other solo album and two other collaborations. One with oh God, I think Lucy Dacus and uh, Julian Baker and yeah. one with... Um, wow. What's his name? Bright Eyes, Connor Ophurst. Um But this one, I mean, it's just so good. I mean, it's kind of, it's it's got humour in there. It's got um, songs, songs that just, they're just so fantastic, really. I don't really know what else to say about it. Um, What'd you say, Emily?
0: Yeah, I love it. But I just love, I think it is about the music, but it's also about, She's got such a cult following from the music, but also just as a, as a personality, I think. She's very unique, you know, she's very, she's very real. She's not, she's a megastar, but in kind of a girl next door kind of persona. Like, she's very relatable, even though, you know, she's just got this insane fandom. Um, and she just, I think she's a complete entertainer. She always keeps you entertained. She's not afraid to kind of poke fun at herself or. See the lighter side of life. Um, But yeah, as you say, also incredibly talented and in a very kind of understated way, I think. Um, Yeah, I think she's brilliant. I don't think there's anything she could put out that wouldn't be like reveled in. Even if she did like an Arctic Monkeys and did something totally, just changed it up totally, I think people would still completely lap it up. I think there's so much, you have so much confidence in her to do great things.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's so focused, I think. on what she's doing and how she's doing. She's another of these strong women that, you know, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm going to do it. And I I mean, I think when she did that Playboy thing, I don't think anybody knew anything about it. Nobody at the record label did. She just did it. And, you know, you just sort of think, I I mean, I love her for that. Yeah.
0: She's totally totally badass.
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, I suppose that somebody like Kate Bush did that originally and maybe, I mean, this record doesn't sound like Kate Bush at all, but maybe, you know, Kate Bush is an inspiration for all these these women who are, you know, doing things. We can do this our way. This is how we want to do it. I mean, it's great. Um, so they've done a another co- they've done a colour of the album for us Punisher. They've also done um, four new versions of songs from the album, um, and she collaborated with this guy Rob Moose, who's worked with Sufjan, the National, Bonnie and Vampire Weekend, and they're kind of or- orchestral versions of uh, songs from the album, and they're just oh, they're so great. They're kind of luscious and um, epic. I mean it's fantastic there's only 1500 of them so don't hang around on that one either they're going to fly out
0: yeah so special to have that i'm really excited
1: i think yes yes the track I've i've chosen um is i know the end which is quite an epic track i mean she's just so great Somewhere in Germany, but I can't place it. Man, I hate this part of Texas. Close my eyes, fantasize. Three clicks and I'm home. When I get back, I'll lay around, then
0: I'll get up and lay back down. Romanticize a quiet life. There's no place like that. Was the icon that is Phoebe Bridges, which. Brings us up to the number one spot. This is when we insert the drum roll, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so our number one album for 2020 is, of course, it can only be Salt's incredible untitled Black Is. Um, I do not think there has been an artistic statement this stirring, this staggering, this powerful in well, I can't really think of anything that compares to it in recent years, if I'm honest. Um, it's a direct response to the murder of George Floyd and the ongoing racial discrimination that continues to be so prevalent in our society. But it's an album of equal parts grace and charge. It kind of manoeuvres through these really disparate sub-genres to create a kind of magnificent medley of exaltation. It's also an incredibly uplifting album. Um, choosing a track of this is just a, a task too do great, um, because it's a bit like the Rena album, you were saying like, there is no one typical song. It just, it mixes up so much and everything is a new, every track is a new experience. Um, so yeah, that was tough, but I have chosen one. But before um, we go into that, Nige, have you got a few words to say about this album? Undoubtedly you do, because it is... Oh, uh, yeah.
1: I mean, what can you say? I mean, there's, uh, I think they're probably the most important band in the country at the moment. And of course, I love everything about them. I mean, obviously, the main thing is about the music. I mean, you know, you were saying what an important album is. It's kind of a It's a what's going on for our, our times, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a UK version of what's going on. Um, I just, but I also love the way that they've made it interesting. You know, nobody really knows who they are. I mean, it's Inflow produces it, but I mean, we don't really know who else is involved. I guess Cleo Sol is involved as a singer, but nobody knows. And I just love that not the anonymity, but the, the making it cool, exciting. It's not sometimes these days too much is out there there's too much information and i just think it's great to have something that's kind of cool exciting you know wow what's this who knows who, what where they are and then they they've got another album coming out really soon um the, the the quality is just so good the the i love you know i've always liked politics and music and um this isn't this is politics with a big piano little p i mean um, I just love them. I just think they're amazing. I just think this is such a great album. So I mean, a really a real worthy winner of our you know album of uh, the year. 100%, I
0: and I imagine they'll be on the top spot of many more lists. And yeah, it's, it's great. You mentioned, um, of course, the Untitled Rise album, which is part two of this project, which is equally magnificent. Um, yeah. But the reason it's not included specifically on our list, I have to say, is because there is no physical release yet. But to everyone who may ask, please rest assured that we are fully aware of it and our praise of black is extends to eyes <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um yeah i mean
1: one of the things about them is we've never the previous two albums five and seven we've never really had enough copies at any one time to really push it out so uh we're really happy to say we've got we've got you know plenty of copies of both those albums and on colored vinyl so for lots of people out there who haven't been able to get hold of that to now we're going to have you know uh five, seven and black is all on coloured vinyl. And I'm telling you now, they are not gonna last very long. They will just fly out. So um yeah, don't snooze on these. I mean, I mean they're just such a great band. I love them.
0: Yeah, they are brilliant. So congratulations to them, whoever you are, wherever you are. Um, yes. And the track that I've chosen is probably what I well, the one I personally feel is perhaps the most poignant. On the album which is hard life there we have it that wraps our albums of the year top 10 for 2020 yep I hope everybody has enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed putting it together um of course we hope everyone is keeping safe and I think really it's yeah like what we said at the beginning music has totally been kind of the tonic for this year and I think we can all just kind of Try and be positive and hope that 2021 brings a little spark of uh, normality back and, you know, progress a little bit and kind of reflect and move on in a great way and music can come back.
1: Yeah, we've got to be positive, you know, hopefully we'll be able to go and see some, you know, live football and live cricket and live gigs next year. <laughs> <laughs> I miss them all, I'd say, especially gigs, you know, it's like, you know, seeing all your friends, all those people, all that live music, you know, watching it on the internet is one thing. But, you know, it's just going out and just seeing your friends, isn't it, really? But, you know, it'll be back. It'll be back.
0: It will. It is not the end. It will be back. That's really important to remember. And I think the biggest thing I've learnt this year through doing this podcast anyway and talking to people is that music and musicians and just art in general has an incredible ability to adapt and kind of maintain its kind of presence, even though, you know, there's been all these barriers and restrictions. So that's been amazing to see. And I think, you know, throw anything at us and it won't go away. So,
1: yeah exactly and you know i know next year is already shaping up to be a good one in terms of music we've already got some uh, fantastic you know albums of the month booked in already um so i know it's going to be off to a banger i'm not going to tell you what it is but it's a (laughs) great album i'm telling you now
0: (laughs) cool well thank you Nigel. we hope that you will... will see you back on the podcast very very soon i'm sure in the new year um, but to everybody listening, thank you so, so much. Thank you for supporting Rough Trade in 2020, and we will catch you yeah. very soon. Yeah,
1: and thank you for all the artists and bands who've made it such a great year and for supporting us. It's, we really appreciate it, it's fantastic.